Welcome to Live in the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Hammond. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. I'm Marissa, a life coach who's been in the health and wellness industry for over eight years. I'm fascinated by the human being, our bodies, minds, and emotions, and how it all works. My passion is just being me and helping others fully love and embody their true selves. I'm Kathleen, a personal trainer that has coached thousands of clients towards a body and healthy lifestyle that they are really proud of. I love lifting heavy weights, enjoying a good outdoor hike, or just playing around and goofing off. We've made it our mission to cut through the noise to give you proven tips and tricks that actually work. Each week, we will share with you our real experiences and the shifts that we've made to create the life that we have today. So whether you're just starting out on this journey or you've been up-leveling yourself for a while, we promise you'll find practical tools and knowledge to help you make the changes you've always wanted. Together, let's all let go of the old versions of ourselves and finally get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm living the life. Wednesday. Welcome to an episode with Marissa. And today we are talking about emotions. Emotions and feelings. These are something which so often gets thrown around this word and we're like, okay, what what are these things anyways? We know we have challenges with our emotions or we have times where we feel emotional, we describe it as, or where we don't respond in ways that we want to and we're like, oh, my emotions just got the best of me. But what's a really quick, simple way to break this down? Have you ever actually sat with this and figured out like, what is your definition of emotions? And like, what are these things anyways? And how do they affect your life? But more importantly, how can you use specific tools to be able to use your emotions so that way they help you live a life you want instead of feeling like they're taking over and they run the show. So let's break this down. What are emotions? So I love what Dr. Joe Dispenza says about how emotions are the language of the body, the way that thoughts are the language of the mind. So if you think about emotions, what emotions are is they're things that we feel in our body, but really they also have this thought or this belief component to it as well. So if you think about the difference between a feeling and emotion, a feeling is like when you stub your toe, your toe feels pain. That's like a feeling where it feels, and in the case of feeling pain, you would call it like a negative feeling. I don't like that. Not fun. Do not want that. (laughs) Versus, let's say you have a back massage. You have the feeling of someone pushing their hands and massaging your tissue. That feels nice. It's a positive feeling. It feels good. So that would be just physical sensations are more feelings. Now, when we look at emotions, there is a physical component to it, but there's also this mental component. So it really actually ties them together. But the cool thing is that even if you don't know what the thought is behind it or what it is that's going on, you can learn to watch your body signals and your body will tell you. It's like when you tell, ask like one of your friends who they just like face planted off the edge of a stage accidentally and you're like, oh my gosh, are you embarrassed? And their face is bright red and they're like, no, I'm fine. Some people might actually not feel embarrassed because they're so good at shutting off their feelings and emotions, but the body knows, the subconscious knows, and it shows us by their face going bright red. And you'll, you can think about so many different examples probably for yourself. Right? When you get scared, you get sweaty, right? Or if someone scares you, you jump, right? Like we have these physical reactions. If you're sad, you can often feel a lump of tension in your throat or you might have tears. 
right? If you're angry, you might get sweaty in your fist. You might feel a bunch of energy raised from the ground up into your chest and you might feel this tightness. Like we get these different physical sensations for different emotions. And what we can do with this then is one is we can learn to listen to these physical sensations to kind of become aware of what's actually going on and what we're feeling. But once we also then listen to what that is too, is what we can do is we can actually use this as a way to figure out what is it I need and how can I show up for myself and love myself right now. And so if we go back to kind of the beginning where we think, okay, what are emotions anyways? Like I said, yes, there are these sensations in the body. There's a combination of the physical thing with this thought and there's this mental side to it as well. But like, what are they actually? They're signals. That's what emotions are. And what we call positive emotions, the emotions we like to feel, those are signals that are telling us everything is going well. This is something you like. This is something you want. And if we look at negative emotions, it's saying, no, don't like this, not comfortable, do not want this, we want to change. But if we go back even further and we say, okay, cool, why do these human beings, us as human beings, why do we have emotions? Well, when we look at the human being, we are designed for safety and survival. So what emotions are, they're actually signals to tell us these things feel good and they're going to help me survive. These things don't feel good and I'm going to die. So that's also where these come from. It's from survival. So this is really cool because what you can realize is that just because you're feeling a certain way doesn't actually mean it's the fact. Just because you're feeling scared or you feel like it's the end of the world or you feel angry doesn't mean that all these stories you're making up in your head, because again, remember, there's a physical feeling, but also a mental component to this. Just because of that doesn't mean that all the stories you're making up in your head are actually the truth. You may actually be 100% safe, and this might be a completely okay situation. It just doesn't feel that way based off of your perception and your subconscious programming. And that's okay. That's beautiful to be able to notice this because then we can say, okay, how can we then teach our body and teach our mind how to realize this isn't actually something which I want to, which is life-threatening and it isn't something I want to feel uncomfortable in this situation. So then we down-regulate those signals and then our body learns, oh, I don't have to feel embarrassed when I fall off the stage because I'm human and I really do believe that and I believe that people make mistakes and that people are going to fall off stages and that they're still lovable and they're still safe and they're still wanted because when you really believe that, that's when you're going to fall off the stage and not feel embarrassment. So what can we do with this then? So emotions are signals. They're telling us whether or not this is something we do like or we don't like and we do or don't like things based off of As a human being, we think it's going to help us feel safe and help us survive or not. So what we then can do is we can say, okay, cool. These emotions, these signals are really telling us what it is that we need and whether or not those needs are being met. So these needs, like I said before, they're either perceived needs, which means that we just think it's something we need right now, or it might be an actual need and learning to tell the difference between these is so huge like because like you know when you stand up on stage and you're about to well this is not about this before you face planet so don't worry about the embarrassment yet (laughs) but you stand up on stage and you're about to play at a recital or about to give a speech and you feel that nervousness in your body and all of your body tells you run away not safe the truth is you're safe So you have a perceived need to run away from the dangerous thing, but the truth is you're actually okay. So that's a perceived need. 
what about when you're standing at the edge of a cliff and it's really, really windy and it's 50 feet down and your body starts shaking because you're really high up in the air and you're like, I don't want to fall off this. I'm feeling afraid now because there is a true need, which is for safety. And if I fall off this cliff, I can't fly. So this is not safe. And that's a true not safe. So learning to differentiate the difference between true needs and perceived needs will also make it a lot easier for you as you're going through this to be able to figure out, okay, cool. Is this an emotional signal I want to downregulate? Or is this actually a helpful negative emotional feeling, which is keeping me safe? Because I personally, I want my body to be scared shitless when I'm at the top of a cliff, because that's going to keep me safe, right? I want my body to feel scared If I'm going to go for a walk in a sketchy part of town really late at night, I want that because if I don't have that fear, then I may end up putting myself in a dangerous situation. But in places like going on stage or going and meeting new people or sharing my thoughts and my opinions or telling someone how much I love them, these things that we feel like are scary, but they're not actually, sometimes that fear, that emotion can hold us back from being who we actually want to be and living how we're living. So those fear, those emotions, those things we do want to see if we can help shift because those ones, they're not helpful. So it's really about that saying like, how can we have more helpful emotions and turn off the signals for the ones that just aren't helpful for us? So three things you can do when it comes to emotions. One is going to be, number one is become aware of them. Simply just becoming aware of emotions and kind of what's going on and notice like, does this feel good right now? Yes, beautiful. It's a signal that right now my needs are being met. Does this feel not good right now? No, okay, cool. Somewhere along the line, I believe that this situation, whatever's going on, doesn't feel good or feels threatening to me. Cool. So one is awareness. So naming the feeling, number one is being aware of it. Then number two, you can start to name the feeling and start to really pinpoint down what this emotion is, what this feeling is. Number three is going to then be saying, okay, what's the need that's attached to this? Because sometimes you're going to feel angry because you need safety. Sometimes you're going to feel angry because that feeling and emotion just comes because you haven't eaten in the past 12 hours and your body's actually just hungry. So this is cool because then you may actually just have physiological needs that need to be met. And because of that, you have feelings, which are very similar to the feelings of the emotion anger, (laughs) which then triggers deep rooted thoughts and old memories of anger things, which then triggers your body into feeling angry And then then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just angry about something. And it's like, no, the truth is actually you just need food. So this is the other thing too, is figure out what that need is. Because sometimes it's that our base needs are not being met. And so then step, the last step for that, I guess this would be kind of step four, would be then meet that need. And here's the important thing, guys. You have to realize that you are 100% able to meet all of your needs. Physical mental, emotional, sexual, all the things. I remember the first time I listened to a podcast with JJ Flazanes, it was uh, on, she's got her podcast called Spirit, Purpose and Energy. And she was teaching about feelings and needs. And this is one of the first places I heard this concept. And she talks about, and she's like, guys, all of your needs, including your sexual needs, you can meet yourself. (laughs) And it's true. It's like, we have to get to this place where we can meet our own needs because as soon as we're reliant on something outside of us, whether it's a person showing up or needing to have a specific medication at a certain time, like these things, they hold us back, right? Like 
And yes, some people have real things like for like mental illness and mental health where they do need to be on specific medications. But if you need an Advil to be able to get through your day at work because you're always having headaches, like that's not okay. Like there's there's probably other stuff going on there, right? And that's I think that's another important point to bring up is that emotions, they're made to be uncomfortable. They're made to be uncomfortable because they're telling us like those negative ones, they're telling us something's wrong. We're either not taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. And so by numbing that pain, it would be like if you broke your leg and then just took so much Tylenol or Advil that you could walk on that broken leg without feeling it. That's not helpful because you're still injured. You're still not complete and whole and healed. So learning to feel these uncomfortable things and learning to breathe through the discomfort and listen to what we need and give ourselves what we need. In the case of the broken leg, you need to stop walking on the leg. But so many people, they push past their limit, these physical or mental limitations where like we're human and we can't do more and they overwork. They undertake care of themselves, they overgive, and they underrest and recharge, and no wonder people feel like shit. So you're supposed to feel like shit when you're not actually taking care of yourself. That's supposed to happen, right? And that's where a lot of times we're like, why do I feel so bad? And it's just because we live in a society and where it's become the norm to over push yourself and undertake care of yourself. We're not listening to our body's capacities. It's like driving a car which is made to go 120 on the highway and you're pushing it at 120 all the time when it's actually, that's its max. And it's like, no, if you want to go for a long time, you have to go at like 60 to 80. So it's like you can go 120 for a bit and then you're in crash and burn. That's what people call burnout. And then as soon as they're back up and running, they go right back to 120 and then they hit burnout again. Why? Because they're not actually listening to what they need and they're not giving themselves the time to recharge. So when it comes to emotions, here's your steps. One, become aware. Two, name the feeling. Name the emotion. Use whatever word is easier for you to understand. Feeling or emotion. Same thing. Let's go with the same thing for now. (laughs) Three, name the need that is not being met if it's a negative emotion or that is being met if it's a positive emotion. So that way you're becoming aware of that. And then If it's a negative one, step four would be go and meet that need. So what this is going to help you realize is you're going to be able to realize what your needs are. And as long as you consistently are showing up and meeting those, you're going to feel pretty good most of the time because your needs are being met. Life happens, right? Triggers happen. Family happens. Work happens. Pandemic happens. Stuff happens, which brings up old traumas, old stories, old beliefs, where then we don't feel safe, we don't feel loved, that's when those negative emotions are going to come back up. But that's okay. That's where you can say, okay, what do I need? How can I give that to myself? And last thing I want to remind you is that with those positive emotions, they will keep staying there as long as you're taking care of yourself. But also be very specific about noticing what makes you feel good. When you're having a positive emotion of love, of joy, of energy, of lightness, of delight like what is the thing what is the need that's been met that's brought you to that place in the first place because if you can nail these down you can build these in as habits and as lifestyle things so that way you're constantly bringing up not just feeling generally okay and good but you're constantly bringing up like bliss and complete ecstatic 
excitement, and joy. Like you can bring these really powerful positive feelings into your life on a regular basis as long as you're aware of what fills you up, what's your needs on that soul level, and then also meet your physical needs and meet your things, your mental needs. As long as you're doing that, you're going to feel pretty good most of the time. So your homework, follow those four steps. Notice it, name it, determine the need. So discover the need, go meet that need yourself. And I'll attach in the show notes a list of inventory of needs and an inventory of feelings, because this is actually something, it's a, it's a technique that they use in nonviolent communication. So I'll attach the, the links for that below. And I would encourage you to go and print off those two lists and stick them on your fridge. Because when you're starting to learn about your feelings and learn about your needs, we often were not aware of them at the beginning. So if you go and if you li- read these every day, and especially read them when you're in a feeling, when you notice you're not feeling great, or when you notice you're feeling awesome, go to that list name the feeling, and then also name the need that is or is not being met because that's what's going to give you that roadmap of these are the things I need to pay more attention to of showing up and giving myself in my life. So that's kind of emotions 101. That's that's what it is. It's They're just these beautiful signals to help guide you along your journey, to help you feel more like you and help you feel more amazing. So this week, this month, this year, Make sure you're loving yourself. Make sure you listen to yourself. It's not in, it maybe is inconvenient moment, but emotions are not inconvenient. They're part of life. They're part of being human. They're part of this amazing human experience. And by allowing yourself to feel, and by also listening to what these feelings are actually trying to tell you, that's what's going to allow you to heal. It's going to allow you to meet your needs. And it's going to allow you to create a life which brings you so much love, so much joy, so much health, fun, love, and abundance. So with that, go be you, go keep living the life, and take these tools, apply them, because when you take the tools and apply them, that's when you see the changes and the difference. So you got this. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you got tons of value from this episode. If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaways so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore. We totally get that it's not always easy. So please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools. Until next time, keep living the life.